Welcome back to Two and a Half Librarians, a podcast by the Presque Valley Public Library. Today on the show, we'll be talking about The Cruel Prince by Holly Black. We had such a great time reading and talking about this book, so we hope that you really enjoy this episode. As usual, this episode is full of details and spoilers for the book, so if you haven't read it yet, you should probably go back and do that first. Enjoy the show! Welcome back to Two and a Half Librarians. Um, today we're going to discuss The Cruel Prince by Holly Black. Um, and as usual, it is Shelby, Michelle, and Colleen in the room. So we're just going to jump right into it. Um, Cruel Prince follows the story of Jude, who is a human in the world of fairy. And you find out very quickly that all the fairies are terrible, horrible people and humans. Or they're not humans, they're fairies. And they're awful. Um, and so she, you know, she grows up in this world with her twin sister, Taryn. Um, and just kind of a lot of craziness, I guess, ensues from there. Lots of craziness. Yeah. So Colleen is the one who read half of the book this time, um, or I guess more than half. Can you tell us where you finished? Yes, more than half, um, about probably about three quarters of the way through. I got through, I guess, book one, because the next page was starting book two within the, within the book. Um, the coronation, so much happened in just those few so pages. Happened. Uh, that I already am thinking, well, which ha- what happened first and which, and things are slipping out. But, um, oh my gosh, everyone died. <laughs> Not everybody, but some very prominent characters that were developed from the beginning. Um, Jude creates an, an, an alliance with Prince Dane, who's supposed to be coming up to be the next king. And so you think, oh, there's going to be some alliance there. And then that whole underground alliance sort of just diminishes because Dane is killed along with all the other siblings royal siblings and um, and it turns out that Matic who's Taryn and Jude's fairy fa not not real father but stepfather foster father foster father um, that he's in on the the oh what is the word when you take over the, the world a coup a coup Yes. So it, man, so much happened. I'm trying to think, where should I even go to, like, just... Well, he works with Balekin, right? Who right. Who wants the crown. Yes. So that's why they, like, work together at this, um, the coronation. Mm-hmm. To, and that's where, like, everybody dies. That's how everybody dies. Yes. And Jude, as a secret spy for one of the brother, for one of the, the princes, Dane, she, at one point, witnesses Balkin and his complete evil utter evilness and in his treatment towards his younger brother Cardin who's one of the biggest bullies at school for the for the twins so it's you're starting to slowly get all these ah like the true colors of all these different characters um but where I left off was the coronation where pretty much like I said the almost the entire royal family was dead Balkan was for like trying to force his siblings to crown him because of fairy law there they have to be it can be down to two people, and one has to crown the other, and then accept. And no one would crown him, and none of the distant fairies and trolls—they probably weren't trolls—all the distant sort of creatures that came around to see the coronation of who was supposed to be Prince Dane, um, none of them supported Belkin. So it just kind of came to an end where he's really angry. <laughs> no one will crown him. There is no king. Mm-hmm. The other, the previous king, sort of 
was killed as well and gave himself away to the, I think he turned into moths. Is that what happened? Yeah, who, who killed him? I forget. Man, it wasn't Maddox. Um, was it Belkin? Yeah. I mean, Belkin is the reason that they're all dead. I know, yeah, but, Maddox. but I think he did, he killed his father, right? I think right? he did. I think he killed his father. They're just all evil. Yeah. Well, and now it's, so now we're at sort of a, so Jude is probably in complete disarray, confused and not sure who to trust and where to, where her alliance is. Um, Cause the prince that she was um, sort of committed to or, or supporting was, uh, has been killed. Right. So she runs away from the coronation with Cardin. They like run off because Belkin wants to kill Cardin too. So he's just like the un... That he's just like the... I don't think... I think that must be in the first part of the second book. No. They, that, they all run away from the coronation together. Oh, okay. Jude does. They like... Okay. Jude, Jude and Cardin run off together. Okay. So she's like kind of protecting him. Okay. And so then he's kind of... <laughs> he's kind of like gone missing in the world of fairy, but really Jude is holding him captive with the Court of Shadows, which is her sneaky... Th- like her sneaky spy group. Yeah. Like in their like dungeon or whatever. So he's there and they've got him all tied up and all this stuff. Because he's the only one that can crown him now. Right. Right. Because he's, he's the, the last, last royal sibling. Right. right. Last. I think if, I want to say like if no siblings exist, then whatever blood just becomes the kid, like becomes the king because he wanted to kill Cardin as well. He wanted right. to kill off everyone. Yeah. So that there was no contest for him and the throne. Right. But so like now that Cardin's just... alive, there's like this, there's, mm-hmm. this, there's this other um, child of Eldred just living out there. So, mm-hmm. so yeah, that's what happens after the coronation. And then, I mean, it's just so much happens after that. Just from there to the end, there's probably like 100 pages left. And it's crazy how much stuff happens. Um, well, first of all, you kind of sort of knew this a little bit because you got a little bit of a, a sneak preview about that. But at this point, you didn't like lock or kind of an item a little bit. They're not, I mean, I feel like she just doesn't know what she wants and lock is another terrible fairy just like the rest of them they're all terrible they're so terrible they are um and so they're kind of together so shortly after they she finds out or taryn comes home to the estate where they live well because she was supposed to get uh, proposed to at the right. coronation yes. and then nothing right. happens yes right so she comes home to this estate where you know Maddox, their family lives where jude lives where taryn lives to introduce her new fiance to the world and it's locked ah! I thought so. When yes. she tucked his hair behind his ear, I was like, that is not a casual yes. move. Right. So this whole time, Locke just proves how terrible he is. Oh, he's awful. He's yes. so awful. But Taryn's awful. Yes. yes. Taryn knew this whole time yeah. that he was seducing Jude yeah. as like a test of her love for Locke. Taryn's love for Locke. Uh, Taryn is just <gasps> so bad. He, so Taryn so straight he, up betrayed her twin. That's all I'm saying. Yeah. So he was like testing Taryn, mm-hmm. trying to seduce Jude to see if Taryn would actually. If it, like, yeah. Just to test her loyalty, kind of. Or... Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yucky. <laughs> also, if we can remember that Locke totally stole Nikasia from Cardin. Like, yes. she, like, left yes. Cardin for yes. him. Yes. Uh, so he is, like, I don't know. He's, he's something else. He's terrible. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> he's yeah. French. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah. He's yeah. Really terrible. So. That and happens. he like was the one bully that I was like, oh, they're not all. They made bad. you sympathetic, but yeah, no, yeah. You all saw right. that he was all bad. Right. So, so Jude is like obviously very upset, and she challenges Taryn to a straight up duel. They have a duel in like Jude and Taryn. Jude yeah. and Taryn. Jude's like mad. Like this is it. Uh, like, yeah. Understandably, she's very betrayed. So I can't remember. I 
I want to say, like, dude wins, but really nobody wins. She just, like, leaves, and... Because I think Maddox, uh... He condones he... Taryn and Locke's relationship. He says it's okay for her to go forward with that. Right. Um, but didn't he stop the fight? I feel I like he... he yeah. Would Ma- did Maddox know that Locke was doing I don't this, think like, so, but... side, side hustle? No, but he wouldn't have cared anyways, yeah, I don't think. Yeah, he's a fairy. No, that's true. That's so just I'm the way. So I'm curious... Well, I'll let you guys finish, and then I'll ask my question. So, okay, so after that, they're... Okay, I guess we can do the big reveal now. So, are we sure? Are we at that point? I think so because that sets it up for no. Okay, we'll we'll keep it for a second. So, <laughs> okay, so Jude has Cardin. Kind, I think we have to give it away. Okay, we have to give it away. We have to give it away so that you see everybody's like thoughts process. So, do you know that there's a person that's kind of unknown in this? Do you feel like there's somebody, yes. something missing, like a piece of well, this? Well, I know that the, the mother, Locke's mother and father are both gone. And then there was something that she, when she had borrowed one of Locke's mom's dresses for the, for the little maze, for the party inside the, the maze, um, the hedge maze, there was some kind of little trinket that was like, had some kind of information, but it was mysterious. And I, that might have been talked about in the book before I got hooked so I may not remember exactly do you remember what the trinket was it was like a I can see it in my head what I imagined but this might not have been what they described it was like a, a golden egg that had a little bird oh, okay. inside of it I think I don't remember it was that like was a, I this year ago. all I could <laughs> it's like a little music box or I something so. that was like a little but instead of to- a music it was like a little talking bird right. that had a message so, so I don't know what missing person they're like. So there is, you find out um, that there is another person who's related to the king that exists. There's another royal bloodline. So it's no longer just Balkin and Cardin out there that like exist and could uh-huh. be king. Uh-huh. So. And it has to do with that little treasure trinket. Yeah. So you find out that. Europe um, Locke's mom. Yes. Was lovers of Dane. And oh, and Dane is royal, little... yes, and it's Oak. <laughs> really? Oak. So Oak is Locke's half brother, um, but so he's not. He's no, not he's not Maddox, Maddox and Oriana. So Oriana no. was like BFFs with Liriope, I believe, and yes. so when Liriope died, shortly after Oak was born, Maddox and Oriana. Like took him in as their own child, yeah, because to Lirio protect was him from poisoned. Okay, because the... they did talk about like take care of my son, and it made you sort of assume that she was talking about Locke, yeah, right. But turns out she probably didn't care about Locke because he's a jerk, yeah. Um, but it was Oak. Oh, interesting. And Locke doesn't have royal blood, right? He's just right because he's just yeah. Mother. Oak does, yeah. So Liriope is she royal or no? She's just, she was no, just like a, just some a consort. Cons- yeah. Okay. I think of also the king and Dane. So there's that. But kind of everybody. Right. They're all lovers in this. So, um, so now Jude knows this. She figures this out. I can't remember how she figures this out. But she decides that she wants Oak to sit on the throne and not Belkin or Cardin. So this is like her whole mindset behind what she's doing from now on. So she tries to gain the support of different factions of fairy, um, just to like build a base. Because nobody really wants Balkin no. at this point, except like Matic right. in that faction. Right. Um, and Cardin has like no desire to be the king. So she's trying to kind of gain some support quietly, and she tricks. So she gets Cardin to help her with this. And she sort of, I guess it's sort of a trick, tricks Cardin into um, like 
giving her control essentially for a year and a day of his life. Um, so she can like order him around and tell him he has to do everything she says for a year and a day. Um, and that's like, it's just like some kind of like pact they make, um, during this whole thing. So now she's, he's kind of involved and mixed up with her a little bit. And also they kiss at one point. So that's where that whole, um, romance Mm -hmm. subplot is for that. Okay. Um, I was like, but they both still like hate each other. They have such a weird relationship. They They hate each other and they're also attracted to each other and it's just all kinds of complicated Mm -hmm. frankly and you can see that throughout the whole beginning of like this weird back and forth he has a weird obsession yeah he's like really intrigued by her but hates that he's intrigued Mm -hmm. by her and it's just a mess Mm -hmm. um so that um kind of happens which is really especially important for the next one Mm -hmm. um and then is there anything else you'd like to add before i move on i was trying to uh remember why they did that pact I I can't remember the circumstances around that, but yes, it is a year and a day, and I'm not sure why that came about. I I want to say it was just because he was trying, or it was something with helping her gain support, right? For Oak, I. So maybe he would pledge his support, and would show other fairies that he's on her side. I can't remember either. Yeah. Sorry, don't guys. worry. I'll yeah, sorry. The, don't worry. You know what? Yeah, Colleen weekend, will give us the, you know. the update. Um, <laughs> Just read it, all right? Um, okay, so so Jude knows this. She's trying to gain support. She's trying to do all these things for Oak. Um, and But she... Um, there's another... Balkan throws, like, another party, essentially, um, which is kind of the end. I just murdered my entire family. Yes. Come, let yes. us celebrate. <laughs> so he's trying to. <laughs> I mean, this is a little wow. later. He's trying to gain support too because he wants to be king, he wants right? People to support so, him. like by having this, he I think he's inviting everybody to come and be like, and see how pledge your support to me. Like, you know, we'll we'll crown, um, Cardin, Cardin will crown Balkin at this thing. So they come. Everybody comes to this this big party. I don't remember what they called it some kind of ceremony thing. And um, while they're there, and I, now that I'm thinking about it, I can't remember why they do this either, but um, Jude ends up fighting Maddox, like straight up dueling him. Hmm. And uh, she's obviously losing because Maddox is a fairy and she's a human. Um, but then it turns out that she had like poisoned him. So he, he ends up losing this fight. So she basically kind of, I don't know if she betrays her foster father, but kind of. Um, well, he wasn't real loyal. No, 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 absolutely faithful not. Faithful to her. Well, either. and he's faithful to Balkin, and she's obviously not uh-huh. faithful to that. Yeah. So she has Cardin um, at this. It's just ceremony. a banquet. So, just yes. a banquet. Yeah. So he's he's kind of been missing this whole time because he's been kidnapped by the Court of Shadows. Jude's been holding him hostage. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> oh, sure. No, I was just saying where Jude poisoned the glass of wine. Yes, yeah, she poisoned yes, Maddox she before did. the fight. Yes. yes, so she offers like him a kind of, I think, sort of like a peace offering glass yes. of wine at this banquet, and then they have this duel. A poisoned peace offering. Yes, yes. well, yeah, you know. And so they're fighting, um, and then their fight, he like gets weakened by this poison, so she, she kind of wins. Because she needs him out of the way for her plan, because mm-hmm. obviously she's got a plan. She can't let Balkan... Um, be crowned. Mm-hmm. So, and she has an hour. That's all the poison lasts is an hour. An oh, hour to do her work. Yeah. So she has the whole court of shadows in on this, um, which is the ghost, the bomb, and the roach. I believe mm-hmm. those are the mm-hmm. court of shadows. Mm-hmm. Um, and so part of this, her plan, um, is to have the bomb set off a bomb that distracts everybody, 
Um, someone's got the crown. I don't remember who's got the crown. I think everybody had it, like, at one point. Because they're, they're, the whole Tossing point here... Tossing it around. Yes. <laughs> the point here is that they're trying to get... They, like, Bale can ex- assumes that Cardin... And Cardin assumes that he's going to crown um, Balkan at this banquet. And... Which is the only reason he's, like, still alive at this banquet, I would assume. It's the only reason he didn't have him killed off at this banquet. Um, So he goes... How does... I can't remember how it gets there. So in this moment... The ghost tosses the crown... Yes. um, ...to Taryn instead of Jude. And it and he did and that was a mistake. He was supposed to toss oh, oh, it right, right, to right. June and then Taryn, yes. right? And then Taryn is a little. I mean, she's conflicted. Yeah, she doesn't really know if she should go with Jude or go with. And she doesn't the, know Jude's the, plan, right? Because obviously Jude has yeah. got a plan. Um, so Jude gets a hold of the crown and she, um, she gives it to Oak, and but she wants Cardin to like show Oak how to crown. Bilkin, right. So it's actually Vivian that's going to crown. Vivian that's going to crown? Oak. They're going to crown Bilkin. Okay. Yeah, yeah. So they're, so, um. That's their plan? To crown Bilkin? Is that their plan? No. So, <laughs> no, so, so they're like. I know the outcome of this. Like, they're all in on it that they're going to, that they're going to crown Oak. So Vivian knows this and right. Jude knows this. right. Yes, um, that makes more sense. And then Taryn can't de- decide what to do because um, she doesn't know she should go with Belkin. Right. Who's obviously got more power than Oak. Right. Like a small child. Yeah. So, okay. So, yes. They give the crown to Oak. And they're like, Cardin, come here. We need you to show Oak what he needs to do in order to crown, like be crowned. Um, and so Cardin comes over and Oak places the crown on Cardin's head. And Cardin becomes king. So... Like, and that was an accident. No, no, not, that's no, on purpose. Not, that was on purpose. But Cardin didn't know. So Jude basically tricked Cardin into being the king. And she has control of him for a year A year and a day. With the understanding, though, and who knows if this is going to happen, but Oak will come back mm-hmm. and be king. He's too little. So the point is that they're going to send him to the real, real world, world with Vivian and her girlfriend, whose name I can't remember. Um, and he's going to, like, grow up in the real world oh. and then come back when he's a little older away from court and away from being corrupted and he's going to come back and he's going to be king later so Cardin just kind of is king in the meantime and he is real hateful because of what happened he's yeah, upset, he's about upset. That. <laughs> but that year and a day he has to follow Jude's so orders Jude's kind of King. Jude kind of yes. set herself up to yep. be king, king basically. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Which is classic. Yes. I feel like that's so Jude of her. It is. You know what I mean? So yeah. I cannot wait for the next one because it is there's so many possibilities. Like so much happened in this first one. It was really kind of hard to keep track of everything because it was so action packed and so many people. It was very and hard to stop. Yes, it, was it very is. Very difficult. Okay. It is. And so I'm just going to say for you all out there that Shelby made us a nice family tree so that we can keep <laughs> all of these characters uh, in mind and connected and who's with whom. Because otherwise, I, I, I couldn't. I mean, and we still obviously were a little confused as we were just right. telling that last story. So, but um, yeah, it's crazy. The second one is equally crazy. Like, Holly Black does this thing where you, the whole time she's just deceiving you I feel like yes and every chapter has some kind of somebody was lying to somebody somebody backstabbed somebody somebody betrayed somebody and so like you never know who to trust and you also can never just be complacent reading this book because something crazy happens 
all the time. Right. And it's exciting, but also a little exhausting sometimes. Um, cause you never, there's never a dull moment though, well, which is awesome. There's never a good stop, never a good place to, to <laughs> stop. Right. Like right. I, 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 there was not a good place to take a bathroom break. Like I just yeah. couldn't. You're like, I have to go to sleep. <laughs> yes. It's three in the morning. Yeah. And I was listening to this. So I would sit in my car when I got home because I couldn't, like you said, there's not a good place to stop. So I'm just sitting out there. I'm like, I gotta, I have to hear more. I have to hear more. Yes. So yeah. Oh, yeah. fun. So the second one's awesome. And it's because it's already out. It's called the, the Wicked King. The Wicked King. Wicked King. Which, now that you know how the Cruel Prince ends, you can kind of guess what I that's was about. trying to figure out who was, who's the king, who's going to be the king. Yeah. Um, it's, it was wild. Yes. It was wild. So I read that one just a few weeks ago, actually. Um, and it was just crazy. Equally crazy. I mean, maybe even more so. It also introduces a few more characters... I mean, a lot of characters that were mentioned in this, like Queen Orla and the Undersea, they're a lot more important in the next one, with Nikasia as well. Um, but she was just kind of like in this as like a jilted lover. Mm-hmm. Um, but you find out like, you know, she's the princess of the Undersea or whatever. So she's, I guess, she's got next some power. Yeah. You find out a lot about Queen Orla, which is cool. Um, like how she came, this is like, maybe a little bit of a spoiler, but I'm going to tell it anyway. How she came to power of the Undersea, like there was a bunch of different kings and queens of the undersea and when she came to power in like her i don't know district or whatever her faction she killed all the other queens <laughs> so that she could be like the big queen dog i see sounds like a very yeah. Yeah. It sounds like I a know. similar theme yeah i know so that was kind of a fun i no don't wonder. know yeah king, queen orla and belkin yes <laughs> we're friends yes yeah it's crazy yeah so. definitely um, oh wow cool yeah. i'm excited to to finish i'll probably finish it tonight, tonight. <laughs> it is so good yeah, yeah. It was, I'm excited there's going to be a third book. So Do you remember you what the title is? Yeah. It's an amazing title. It's called The Queen of Nothing. Okay. I knew it was something, Queen something. Yeah. It's a great, it's a great title. So we'll probably awesome. be blessed by the cover gods with another amazing, beautiful cover as well. Yes. At some point. I hope it's about Jude. That's The Queen of Nothing. Because you'll have to read Wicked King and find I out. Will. I will. I'll be starting that soon. <laughs> Before we close it, anybody else have anything else they want to mention or talk about with this book? Oh, read this book. It was so good. So good. So, so good. I don't think I want to live in uh, the fairyland. Oh, absolutely not. They're uh, not very nice. I'm definitely more leery of fairies now. Yes. <laughs> they're, yeah, they're not like like cute, cuddly little things. They are not. So uh, we don't know what we're going to read next time, so we're not going to guarantee anything for the March podcast. So just, I don't know. Find be, us. Yeah. And be surprised. Mm-hmm. Sorry that our um, explanation was a little off today, but we got there. We got there in the end. But that's what the book is. That's how, how, how it went. Yeah. Awesome. Thanks for listening. Cool. We hope you enjoyed this episode of two and a half librarians. This conversation was a little confusing, but if you've read the book, you hopefully were able to follow along all right. If you'd like to recommend a title for an upcoming episode, please let us know. You can find out more about the Prescott Valley Public Library on our website, pvlib.net, or like us on Facebook. Next time on the show, we're going to be discussing Six of Crows by Lee Bardugo.